In this podcast, the Ontario Medical Association looks at current health issues that are on everyone's mind. Spotlight on Health gives you the straight talk. We're Ontario's doctors and your health matters to us. This episode is all about technology and medicine. My name is Richard Weisel. I'm a cardiac surgeon at the University Health Network. Been working there since 1976. I'm an academic physician. I'm involved in research as well as patient care. And I was appointed as the head of the Innovation Fund Provincial Oversight Committee, which is what I'm going to talk about today. The government and the OMA negotiated with the Ministry of Health to establish a fund to pay for academic physicians. In 2008, they established this innovation fund to find better ways for care delivery in the province of Ontario. This is to help physicians put together new concepts of healthcare delivery. So it's to use the technology and how they use it to improve patient care and to make it better, but also make it easier and to make it more patient friendly. We've been funding about 1,300 projects over the last 12 years. And it's just the beginning. It's just to get them off the ground to find out whether their good ideas on better ways to improve patient care will actually work. And if they do, then we work hard with the government to see if we can roll these good ideas out across the province. For instance, we're working on a project for keeping track of patients' blood glucose and providing better insulin treatment for diabetics across the province, and they had some new ways of doing that, and that's now become a routine. It involves a great deal of software development, which was paid for by the Innovation Fund initially, but then the government picked it up, and now it's become available for all physicians across the province. One of the projects that I always find amazing is audiometry. Audiometry is a test that they do for school kids to see if they can hear. A lot of kids have problems with hearing, and it's hard to know. Previously, this has always been something that you have to go into one of the bigger cities in order to go to a big clinic, and you have to line up and get your ears tested, and it's difficult. So one of our industrious project leaders developed a shoebox audiometry, something that he can put in a shoebox and take to the schools and make it available to the kids. And some of the kids that he's been able to identify have had a remarkable change in their life. They suddenly can hear, whereas previously they were shy and quiet because they couldn't hear what was going on. They didn't want to say anything. Now they're the top of their class. Now they're participating. Now they're enjoying life and talking to people. So it's a major change that happens with just the shoebox. And the shoebox has now become commercially available, and the province is rolling it out in order to make this available to everyone. Now we can check everybody. The intensive care unit group across the province has been very active in utilizing the fund to initiate projects which would be beneficial in all the institutions. One of the major ones we had not too long ago was a review of antibiotic use in the intensive care unit. Of course, this is very important because infections are a major complication that occur in the intensive care unit. It's very prevalent, and we can develop these resistant bugs. One way to do that is to limit the amount of antibiotics used, to specifically decide which ones are most appropriate, how long you need to use them for. And uh, this group got together and a number of institutions across the province and have made major strides in limiting antibiotic use so that we don't develop these development of these superbugs in our institutions. Again, because I'm a cardiac surgeon, we've had the rollout of the new 
method of treating patients with heart failure and uh, trying to see if we can improve our care. Heart failure is a, one of the number one killers in Canada, North America, and the world. It's been difficult to know who should have what types of treatments, and there are all kinds of new treatments that are available, but we have to differentiate those who are going to benefit from it. We have artificial hearts, we have heart transplantation, we have all kinds of different methods, but you need to find the right patients and you need to have them in the system, and they have to be getting the appropriate treatment in the right place and provide them with the best treatment possible anywhere in the province. And that's what the new system is doing. It's allowing physicians and community to identify the right patients and and get them into the right treatment as soon as possible. It certainly has made a difference in the rural areas of Ontario. They now have direct pipeline into the best treatments. But you know, that's also true in downtown Toronto. <laughs> we have areas which don't get as good a treatment as they should just because we're not aware of it. And it, although it's only a few feet away, they have to be in the line. They have to know that this treatment is for them and they have to know that it's available. So that's what we're trying to do is to make it both the rural population and the urban population, make it available for patients who need it. When you put all these together, it becomes very substantial for patient care. The revolution that's occurred in technology has meant that the patients now have an opportunity to get the best treatment as soon as possible in the province of Ontario. And probably we're now becoming competitive with our neighbors to the south in terms of being able to provide the highest grade treatments at the quickest opportunity. We appreciate that the government and the OMA and the physicians have all agreed that this has been a very important component of the process. It's unique to us, that's for sure. You won't find this type of funding mechanism elsewhere in the world. It's just unique to us. But it was so unique that they decided in the recent negotiations this, was, this would be the first project that they would increase. So they've actually doubled the funding, and uh, we're looking to increase the number of projects that are being funded every year. So now we'll get closer to funding more projects across the province. And I think that's really very worthwhile. Check out our next episode on Women in Medicine. This podcast is brought to you by the Ontario Medical Association. It is produced and edited by Jody Crawford Productions. This podcast is not intended to provide medical advice for specific situations and is for general educational purposes only. Please consult your doctor if you have symptoms or questions about your health. For more information, please visit our website at oma.org.